To quote the band Europe and an old Geico commercial, it's the final countdown. What am I talking about? We are only a few days away from completing the book of Acts. What will we read next? Help me decide. Email me your suggestions at the address listed in the description below. We're focusing on the New Testament, so let me know what you think. Romans, John, Galatians, email me and let me know your thoughts. Today, we are in Acts 24. Go ahead and turn there now. As always, I'm reading from our exclusive provider, my own easy-to-understand-and-read version, which is available on Amazon.com. Just type in Dan Parr and Bible and you'll find it. Then you can have me read to you day and night. It's a beautiful thing. In today's lesson, we've got examples on how to cheat, steal, and win favor with people. Let's ask the Lord to bless today's reading. Father, as we come before you today, speak to us, we ask, in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts 24. After five days, the high priest, Ananias, came with some of the elders and a lawyer named Tertullus. They informed the governor of their charges against Paul. When he was called, Tertullus began their case, saying, Because of you, we have enjoyed much peace and prosperity by your wise leadership. We accept it in all ways and in all places, most excellent Felix, with all thankfulness. But I don't want to waste your time, so I'll ask you to bear with me and hear a few words I have to say. We have found this man to be a plague, an instigator of mobs among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to desecrate the temple, and we arrested him. But Lysias, the commander, came and forcefully took him away, ordering his accusers to come before you so that you may examine him yourself and judge on all these things that we accuse him of. The Jews also joined in the attack, confirming that these things were so. When the governor motioned for him to speak, Paul answered, Because I know that you have been a judge of this nation for many years, I cheerfully make my defense. You can verify for yourself that not more than twelve days ago, I went to worship at Jerusalem. In the temple, they didn't find me disputing with anyone or stirring up a crowd, either in the synagogues or in the city. And they also can't prove to you the things of which they now accuse me. But this I confess to you, that I belong to the way, which they call a sect and that I serve the God of our fathers, believing all the things which are according to the law and which are written in the prophets, having hope in God, which these men also are looking for, that there will be a resurrection of the dead, both of the righteous and of the evil. Because of this practice, I always have a clear conscience so that I won't offend God or men. Now, after some years, I came to bring gifts and offerings for the needy in my nation. During this, certain Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple not with a mob or causing any trouble. They ought to be here before you to make accusation if they have anything against me. Or else let these men tell you what lawlessness they found in me when I stood before the council. Unless it was for this one thing that I said while standing among them, it's because I believe in the resurrection of the dead that I am being judged before you today. But Felix, being very familiar with the way, delayed judging at the time, saying, When Lysias, the commanding officer, comes down, I will decide your case. He ordered the guard to keep Paul in custody, but he should have some privileges and not to forbid any of his friends to serve or to visit him. But after some days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and sent for Paul and heard him concerning his faith in Christ Jesus. As he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was terrified and answered, Go away for right now, and when it is convenient for me, I will call for you. Meanwhile, he also hoped that Paul would offer him a bribe to release him, so he sent for him often and talked with him. 
But after two years, Felix was replaced by Portius Festus, and since he wanted to earn the approval of the Jews, he left Paul in prison. This chapter reminded me of a proverb. It's Proverbs 18:17 that says, In court, the first person to speak seems right. Then someone else speaks and questions what they said. And that's exactly what we see happening here. Tertullus starts off by kissing up to Felix, saying how wonderful he is and that they don't want to waste his time. And this case is quite simple. Paul is a plague on society. Then Paul gets his chance and tells Felix, verify for yourself. See if the things they are saying are true. Then he admits to belonging to the way, which is what they called the early Christian church, the way, which is actually accurate since Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. And then Paul tells Felix that he is only going by what the scriptures say and that he believes them. He tells him there is going to be a resurrection. So even in making his defense, he is peppering it with information that shows why people, Felix included, need Jesus. Now, Felix doesn't judge right away, but on the bright side, he does give Paul some freedoms while he is in custody. So this isn't Paul's usual prison experience. And the interesting thing here is that Felix calls for Paul and talks to him from time to time. He's interested in what Paul has to say, since it's different from any other message he's heard and wants to know more. But he's also a crooked leader and wants Paul to offer him a bribe. And this goes on for two years. And Felix is terrified by what Paul says because he knows that it applies to him. He is a sinner in need of Jesus' forgiveness. Yet he is so entrenched in power and corruption that he doesn't submit. He chooses the temporary pleasures or trappings of the world instead of turning to Jesus who can save him. And after two years, he gets replaced and leaves Paul in prison. Now, I suspect that he does not get another powerful position because it says he wants to please the Jews. So he leaves Paul in prison to make them happy. Now, he is going to be out of a job, so he very well could be doing this so that he'll have a chip that he can cash in at some point with the Jewish leaders of the city. This goes back to Jesus' parable of the shrewd manager that we read about in Luke 16. There is a crooked manager, and his boss finds out that he is stealing from him. So, he's going to fire the man. But before he gets fired, the manager thinks to himself, I'm too old to do manual labor, I'm too proud to beg, so instead... I'll win favor with the people who owe my boss money. So he calls the people in one by one and says, in effect, you owe my boss this much. Let's change the books and show that it's only half that amount. So now when he loses his job and needs some help, he can go to these people and say, remember when I helped you out? Now it's time to return the favor. And while we don't have any biblical citations of Felix doing this, I'm inclined to think he did just because Luke goes out of his way to say that Felix wanted to please the Jews, and he covered a parable that is very similar in his account of Jesus' life. For a while now, we've heard about the Great Resignation Syndrome in the U.S. during the COVID pandemic. And if you happen to find yourself part of that group, learn from Felix and the manager. Now, I'm not saying cheat your employer. I am saying be wise about what you do and think about future you before you leave. You want to make sure that when you're no longer working, you've made accommodations so that others will be willing to help you. Just do that without doing anything illegal or immoral. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, thank you for always being our source and provider. Today's lesson kind of took a different turn, seeing the similarity between Felix and the shrewd manager. But help us to learn from this, Lord, to do things that are legal and ethical 
that will help us to be received favorably. Not sure why this came out of the discussion today, Lord, but maybe there is someone listening out there that you are speaking to. In fact, I'm certain there is. As always, Father, guide and order our steps, and may everything we say and do bring you glory, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's all for today. But before you go, let me remind you to email the address in the description and let me know what book of the Bible you think we should go through next. I want to hear from you and get your input. So drop me a line and tell me what New Testament book that we should read next as we are rapidly coming to an end of the book of Acts. Thanks for listening today. God bless.